This is the Loose Screws Podcast, Canada's finest podcast. I'm Commander Burr. It is September 17th, 2020. Howdy and welcome to Loose Screws. Um, I would like to say this real quick before we even really kind of get started. Um, there is a number of people in our Discord and in our community. Um, number one that I can think of off the top of my head is Nurgle. And um, uh, he was affected by the whole... Uh, Hurricane Sally, is that the hurricane's name? The hurricane happening right now. I guess it's not a hurricane anymore. It's like a tropical whatever, but it's like a... What was the name, man? Help me. Help me, Was it Mustang Sally? Jesus, what was the name of this different hurricane? (laughs) I'm so bad with names. (laughs) I think it was Sally. It's it's a nasty bitch. Just, yeah, just go on about our people having fun with it. Anyway, there's also fires going on in California, in case you don't know, which I can only assume it makes... By all the pictures I've seen, literally makes California look like hell. Uh, it sucks. Um, uh, you know, uh, they have fires out there every year. It seems like every year they're getting a little worse. Uh, but maybe that's just perception. I don't know. Uh, I'm not like a fire expert. Uh, but I actually did know, I actually worked with a smoke jumper for a little while uh, back when I was a uh, bouncer in a club. He was a bouncer there too, and he was actually a smoke jumper. It was kind of an interesting story. And then I don't know, I don't know what, happened, what the hell happened to him. He just quit and went and did his thing. But anyway, uh, I hope you guys are doing good. And uh, you guys, I don't know how loose screws can help, but if there's a way that the screw heads can help, please let us know and we will try to help. Uh, so is, is that our is that our official title now? Is we're screw heads? Yeah, it's fucking screwheads, man. We're right, always going right. to be screwheads. That way, we're screwy not? bastards, but screwheads works. One less and, syllable. And Two it less syllables. <laughs> it looks like uh, hate is having a uh, hell of problems right now. Uh, oh, and I, I'm, I, I didn't do all the introduction things. So, Trax is doing uh, tone control right now. He has a uh, special guest over there. His name was Brett Scholl. Is that correct? Rich, yes, that's right. Okay, yeah, but he's over there doing tone control with uh, Brett Scholl, and um, Hate got his uh, computer to uh, work correctly finally. So our squadron leaders here, and uh, I've been uh, asking our community manager Chig, you know, uh, questions that he doesn't know the answer to. So everything's working out great. Uh, we <laughs> uh-huh. are we are the American Elite Dangerous podcast. Loose Screws is chugging along. We are figuring these things out. So Full steam ahead, brother. But yeah, uh, I, I know that there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of people that have been affected by the hurricane. Nurgle, number one, I think Lark Shadow mentioned he's been dealing with some uh, fire and smoke stuff. Um, uh, I think the pilot mentioned he was having some issues as well. Uh, you know, I, I, it, basically, you know, uh, I hope everybody's okay. Because I, it would be the absolute ruin of my life to lose a uh, home in a fire. It would just be awful. So that would just suck. Or in a hurricane. Of course, I'm 200 miles from the coast. I don't have to worry about hurricanes. So anyway. All right. Moving on. 
So um, I've actually have been asking Jello Wiggler uh, for permission to talk about this uh, officially. So, but we're going to talk about it real quick. So this week, uh, Frontier officially named a star Evelyn's Light. Now, most of you guys remember that uh, Jello Wiggler lost his Jello Wiggler lost his daughter Evelyn. God, was it's been about a year now? February. February. Okay. <laughs> this Feels like twenty years, but yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's been a really long year, y'all. It, it, it was pre-COVID bullshit, so yeah. anything before that seems like it was a decade ago. But yeah. yeah, it was. It definitely hit our community pretty hard, and and, yeah. and I love that Frontier has moved forward with what they've done. So yep. go ahead. It's it's super cool. Um, if you get into the galaxy map. It is, and you type in Evelyn, you can actually see it. They named it Evelyn's Light. And they put it about 21,000 light years. Um, it is in, I don't know the name of that sector, but it's kind of out there toward Colonia. And uh, apparently, uh, over on Drew Wagar's page, uh, Drew Wagar posted this. Uh, folks, you may remember the sad story of Evelyn Faye Roy, an 11 year old girl who died earlier this year of neuroblastoma. Her father, Commander, Commander Jilla Wiggler, is a big fan of Elite Dangerous. I wrote a story about her placing her in the universe of the game. Frontier have just put a memorial in the game for her. Have a look for Evelyn's Light in the galaxy map. The system matches the description of the story, and there are some things to find in the system. You can read the story here at drewwagar.com slash Elite Dangerous, and uh, it's got a link there. I went ahead and pinned this link. Manitouk actually... Uh, Posted it. He beat me to it, and we uh, linked it there. So uh, it's in the general chat. I pinned it, and then uh, Trax was smart enough to figure out how the hell to give uh, Jello Wiggler permission to the Evelyn channel um, or Commander Evelyn channel, which has all the uh, events and pictures and screenshots and stuff. Um. So to kind of go along with that, uh, Trax had a great idea, and I don't quite know when we're going to do this, but we should probably do this soon. But um, he had the idea of, well, hey, why don't you know we've been kind of talking about doing an expedition anyway? Why don't we take a group expedition out toward Evelyn's Light, and then when we get there, it's a go wherever the hell you want to go after that because it's a loose screw. We just be loose screws and go wherever you want. Um, we don't have all the details figured out exactly how we're going to do this or what we're going to do it or the timing of it yet. I know I have some other things that are kind of planned out, um, but we will be figuring out the details of this in the near future. And See, I, think- I like, I like uh, Trex's idea of how we just kind of have more free form this time rather than, you know, like 40 waypoints and everything else though. Mm-hmm. What he put together last time was amazing, but I was thinking we could do something like, uh, um, you know, the one is going to Evelyn's light and then put points, you know, one point back in the bubble, which would, you know, be in Ross 310, our home system. And then a point like in the South, West corner, northwest corner, and northeast corner of the galaxy, you know, finding some interesting stuff in those quadrants. And then we go to the four corners of the galaxy and Evelyn's light for the expedition. Then you just 
we put a time limit and you take however long you want. You could go, you could circumnavigate the galaxy or you could shoot out to one point and back, shoot out, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just thought if we're going to have it kind of free form, we should have some points that they have to hit, whether it's mm-hmm. actual systems or DSSA carriers you got to go out to, you know, something, but, you know, very minimal points, but just kind of free forming where we go. Uh, that, that was my thought. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know all the, like I said, we, we, we need to talk offline and get it lined out. But um, if you guys have ideas about it, message it to us. Let us know what would be a good idea. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see here. I think that's about all for that. Um, I moved up the squadron update to do it earlier um, because we're going to, we're going to kind of get into news a little bit earlier. So hate, if you want to go ahead and do the squadron update, go ahead, bud. We just moved into the Semichemets system and I know I did not pronounce that right. I'm going to, eventually come up with a nickname for it. Forgiven. <laughs> uh, we gained 5.1% the very, of influence the very first day that we were in the system. I'm really proud of that. Mm. Uh, but we need to get our, our home system, Rust 310, back into expansion and pray that our neighborhood stays in the, in the same position that it is until the end of our expansion. Because then we should, in theory, expand by invasion the way we meant to into Kwama. But uh, taking, taking the Semiket system moved us up the, the, the squadron leaderboard quite a bit because it is a very large population system. It has one agricultural station and five industrial, and three of those stations are large. So we got just about everything that we can have in a system, in that system, outside of a material trader or a uh, tech broker. It's a, a really nice system. Do we have a tech broker or a material trader yet? I don't think we do. I'm rubbing my, my hands together. Kama has a material trader and a tech broker. Oh, we got to get Kama. Got to yes. get it. We've been yes. trying. I know. <laughs> All right, what else, man? Uh, I want to give a big old shout-out to Commander Ed Demas on the PlayStation. Uh, he lives somewhere in Europe and has been racking up the notoriety to hammer the Kung Mu out of Kwama. Awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah, uh, I got a message from uh, uh, Commander DJ Wiley, who's been with us for quite a while. And... He mentioned me and it was just like, hey man, uh, so I'm going to be leaving the squadron. Uh, I, it's got nothing to do personal. I just want to find some people that play around the time frame that I do. And he's in, he's in England, Ireland? I think. Yes. Is it Ireland? Okay. Well, he's United Kingdom. Kong. Yeah. He's, he's in one of those uh, crazy uh, speaking. But anyway, uh, I told him, I said, man, no problem. No big deal. But he went over and joined the Burr Pits. Uh, God, that I close that, close everything. Why do I close all the things? Well, while you're trying to get that open, I do want to remind you that Ireland still uses the imperial measurement system. I support Ireland. I like Ireland. They're my favorite. Careful, I'm, I'm actually saying that, that 
lot of politics in that. Uh, according well, to my DNA test, I'm actually a large portion of Irish. So, you know, I've always that. heard God invented whiskey so they wouldn't take over the world. I mean, they're right. Just so, saying. Yeah. Anyway, it's a great sacrifice. Yeah. Um, oh, you had a note in here for Operation Ada, didn't you? Yes, they are not starting on uh, the burning stations yet. Uh, typically, it takes one week before they can start their repairs. Operation mm-hmm. Ida is taking this week to do the community goal because it's, it's, it's on them to move mountains, and we need a mountain of stuff moved. Yeah. Uh, in the community goal, there's one station collecting uh, minerals and one station that is collecting machinery. The station that's collecting minerals is already at Tier 1 in less than a whole day. Oh, wow. Huh. So, um... Hmm. And our show notes should have a link to the Operation I Discord if anybody's interested in that. Yeah, I see it there. I'm gonna do that. Or it actually works as a higher point. Or, guess not. Shit, I don't know. Anyway, move <laughs> Go Google Docs. <laughs> Google Docs are hard, y'all. Um... So I meant to say this earlier, but I didn't. I do want to circle back around to Evelyn's lot real quick. So let me, and I don't know, I really don't know how much uh, Frontier listens to the show. Um, uh, sometimes I feel like they listen to it a lot. Sometimes I've, I don't think they listen at all. But I, like I can literally think both ways about it, but that's, that's neither here nor there. Um, when the whole thing happened, with Evelyn and uh, Jello, and Jello contacted me. Um, or actually, he, I don't even think he even contacted me. I think I, I've, I heard it through someone else, and then I reached out to him. Um, I messaged uh, Stephen Benedetti and Bruce Garrido like the same day that it happened and just said, Hey, is there any way that we can do anything like this? And, um, Man, they they really were very helpful in this stuff, and I know that they they don't want to make a great big deal about it because of, uh, of there's a bunch of stuff that kind of goes along with it. But I just want to you know you know completely say thank you to those guys because uh, they had a hand in all this, and it was really cool of them to do what they could do. So uh, anyway, that's all I got to say about that. And now I am completely trying to figure out what the hell just happened with Steam because it just crashed. <laughs> it's so weird. I don't think I've ever had Steam crash. Weird. All right, moving forward. So um, NVIDIA, um, NVIDIA 3080, 3080s reviews came out, um, got some benchmarks. And guys, I haven't seen a bad benchmark yet. Uh, their reviews are great. I have every source that I have um, has shown me good reviews of, 30, of the thirty eighty. The thirty eighty seems like it's a good place for as a, a higher higher tier video card. Uh, yes, I know the thirty ninety is actually the top tier, but really the thirty ninety is like the new Titan, so it's you know really that tier. Uh, and I don't see why you would need a 3090 unless you're doing 8K. And if you're doing 8K, I'm trying to figure out how far away you're sitting from your screen. 
<laughs> you gotta be just blasting your eyeballs. So, um, well, who actually owns an 8K display? Hey, I just, I, I, I don't know anybody. But yeah, that doesn't mean there's exactly. someone out there. I'm sure there's somebody out there who who owns a who owns a uh, an 8K. But uh, anyway, so that was kind of a big deal. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about that in Chick Chat, but. Uh, the cards themselves are great. I'll be honest with you guys. These are some of the best cards I have seen NVIDIA release. And I would probably say since their 600 or 700 series or maybe their 900 series. Like Pretty much are- since graphics cards became a thing, this is one of the biggest jumps we've yeah. ever seen, which is amazing in this day and age because... You know, it seems like in incremental growth rather than, you know, this this is huge. I mean, this this card is impressive, and I I'm excited by it. Um, yeah, I, the fact that you know, uh, you know, my processor motherboard. I'm actually I've actually decided to wait to get one of these until I update my processor and motherboard, and I'm not. I don't have a you know. Uh, you know, a, a processor motherboard to sneeze at, but I definitely, in order to get the most out of this card, I I think I'm going to upgrade those first. So it, it's it's impressive all across the board. Yeah, um, I think the biggest, I think the greatest example I can give on this is uh, basically the is it's kind of like the difference between going from a like a voodoo card to a full blown, like an old style 3D effects voodoo card. I might be saying that wrong. My brain's slipping on me here. <laughs> That's nothing new. <laughs> did, did 3D effects make voodoo or was voodoo just the, I can't remember now. Oh my God. I know. I know. Anyway, um, moving, moving along. Um, <laughs> I'm, the, the other thing that's really cool about this is I kind of feel like ray tracing is instead of being kind of a fringe thing, it's kind of more of a mainstream thing now. And yeah, I know the games have got to catch up there, but like the tech is finally where it should have been last year or two years ago. And uh, man, I'm just really excited about it. Um, This is the first video card I've been super excited about. I will not be getting a 3080. I am of the mindset that a 3080 Ti is probably not too far away. I think it's probably within six months, and I think it's going to be about $200 more. Or super, depending on what they want yeah, to do with their skew. It's yeah. all branding, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, we'll the, they do. the 2080 Ti, I'm sorry, the 2080 Super actually ended up being the better of, the, of that generation anyway. So, as far as performance versus price. So. Yeah, yeah, performance per dollar for sure. Yeah, yeah. Or performance uh, per pound. Hey, you get alliteration that way. Oh, yeah, there you go. Now we're across the pond again. Yeah, look at that. Yes. yes. Uh, the other thing is, is that uh, PlayStation and uh, we didn't really talk about it, but PlayStation and Xbox have officially announced prices for everything. And uh, the console war is now on. Um, so I've, I've, so I, I watched the PlayStation announcement and number one, the PlayStation 5 is, and I know I'm going off script here, guys. Sorry. Hey, it's all um, good. It's your show. Uh, the PlayStation 5 is the ugliest fucking console they have ever released. I'm sorry. It is ugly as shit. 
What are they thinking on that damn thing? What were they thinking? It is so ugly. It looks like a router. It, uh, why do I want a router in my living room? Why? I don't get that shit at all, man. Like, this is going to be sitting in your living room in your little entertainment center where you got your big 55-inch 4K screen. You got, you know, the blackout curtains there to where you can watch your movies and stuff. And anything, you got your PlayStation, which looks black and cool. And it's got like one little LED bar you know, just, just for that way you know it's on or know what the hell it's doing. But now I'm going to have this ginormous freaking router sitting there, you know, communicating with space and viruses and stuff. And maybe not viruses, but communicating with space and all the things. It's just an ugly box. And then you look at the Xbox Series X, which just looks pretty. It's all black. It it looks pretty. It's a freaking rectangle. It's perfect. It's going to fit in your it's going to fit in your entertainment center perfectly. It's going to look good. It's going to have just a couple of little LEDs on it. My mouse is completely frozen. I'm actually serious. My mouse actually is frozen. What the hell is happening here? I know they what the consoles need to do is start coming out with just uh, case options rather than just this is what you get. Yeah, because. Everybody's entertainment center. Do we even have those anymore? I don't know. I'm at my computer and my, my living room. The TV's on the wall, and everything else is hidden behind. You know, I don't. I don't know. I, I just. I don't know. As, aesthetics for stuff like that just isn't what it used to be, in my opinion. Yeah. What the hell just happened? I don't know. Okay, there it goes. What the hell, mouse? Good, good job. Good, good job. Really expensive computer. You're doing great. I'm, I'm having tech problems tonight. I need to reimage this damn computer. I guarantee you, I have those problems. <laughs> I haven't. I usually do it like every six months. I'm like up to eighteen months now, and I know that I just need to do it. I just don't want to. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is, man. Yeah, I keep like thinking, oh no, I'll just wait until I get new hardware. New hardware is right around the corner. It's right around the corner, Ty. Yeah, right. and, but you're the guy who keeps saying, you can't buy now because something new will be announced right around the corner. And then something new is announced. Yeah, but but there's something new right around the corner. So hey, it's, there's always uh, something new right around the corner. I've only said it twice to, number one, back when the, the 30 series was still in question, I said, don't buy a video card right now, wait. And now I'm saying, I'm not going to buy a 3080. I will wait for the 3080 Ti because I know it's our 3080 Super. I know it's coming, and that's probably going to be the card I'm going to want anyway. Because the last time I bought a standard uh, 80 card was a 1080. And I put it in my thing, my 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 mother, my motherboard, and I was oh yes, 1080, so good. And then like two months later, 30 or 1080 Ti, here you go, it's awesome, it's so much better. And I was like, oh, womp womp. So yeah, then I sold. Then I turned around and sold the 1080, and then bought a 1080 Ti because I was dumb and did that. Yeah, I had I had I had to do it. I had to do it. I I had this thing where I cannot have like a shitty video card. I just can't do it. So All right. Now for this. We're going to get into the Galnet news because uh oh, one other thing. Uh and maybe you know this. Hey. So I'm really looking at uh, but when I was comparing the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox, the thing that got me was there's nothing on the PlayStation 5. Like I'm watching their stream and I'm just watching that and thinking to myself, PlayStation 5, eh, 
uh, I'm not sure there's anything here. I even care that will be a key thing for me. Like my brain sitting there looking at this going, all of these games are going to be either about, are either going to be on PC or they're going to be cross platform, like on the uh, Xbox, PlayStation, and uh, PC. So why would I buy a PlayStation? And then they got to uh, the new God of War, God of War Ragnarok. And I was like, oh no. They have a reason to make me buy it. But that was the only game that they didn't show a PC version. Like there wasn't a little PC icon down there at some point. So I know, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, on the Xbox side of things, if you buy an Xbox Series X and you have the, what is it, Xbox Live PC Ultimate version? Ultimate Game Pass. Ultimate Game Pass, thank you. Which I, which is $15 a month, is that right? You know, I wish I could tell you. I, uh, I, just, I just pay for it with my tax return every year. Gotcha. And I don't so worry about it. By the year, got it. Yes, yeah, the smart way to do it. Anyway, so that's probably the way I would do it too. Um, Anyway, so if you buy it like that, or is there is the way the Xbox is doing it? I mean, if you buy a game on Xbox and you have the Ultimate Game Pass, you can play it on PC, correct? If if it is available on both, there are, right, right. there are only a handful of games that aren't. Right. Okay. So, correct me uh, if I'm wrong. Uh, Sony's not doing that. You have to buy the PlayStation 5 copy and the PC copy. Like when, like Final Fantasy 16, for example, like it is coming out on PC and on PlayStation, you have to buy both of them. Yeah. Xbox is going to be my new system. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I feel like that Sony's hurting themselves by this. Oh, and the only, there's only, like we have all the specs now. And I was looking at the specs side by side. And I really wish I had linked this in show notes. But I didn't because I was dumb. Um, uh, Twelve point seven teraflops of GPU processing power versus thirteen teraflops of GPU processing power. They are writing each, literally the same CPU and yeah. nearly identical graphics units. Yeah, the, and really, uh, the the PlayStation has the slightly downgraded version, but their software runs just a little bit better than Microsoft's does. So yeah. there is, outside of the PlayStation looking like Cell's head from Dragon Ball Z, there isn't a difference. Other than what you can play when you want to play it. The biggest difference I saw between the two was the hard drive. One is like an 820. The Sony PlayStation 5 has a 825 gigabit and the xbox has got a full-blown terabyte which that's a really weird number for the playstation but i know why they did that they went with that brand of drive because of the speed on it the bandwidth on that thing is ridiculously wide uh because one of the things they're touting is like no loading screens which uh like basically once you get past the initial login there's no loading screen and a perfect example of this is the new god of war game uh, that come out on PlayStation 4, once you get past the title screen, unless you die, there's no loading screens. Like, there is no, like, waiting for something to load. Now, they they trick it, because what they do is, like, when you pass through a gate or something, there's, like, an animation that plays, 
And then that's actually the loading screen. They just have the animation timeout to where the loading screen is is there. And it's really intelligent the way they do it. But it's it's very cool. And um, it's actually kind of similar to the way Elite Dangerous does their loading screens with, you know, the... Uh, uh, which space? Which space, thank you. Yeah, which, yeah. Yeah, which, which, which space. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so... Um, it was actually really cool the way I know that I, remember, I know Sony's doing that. I know that's why they went with the, with the drive, but I feel like that as a developer, you know, cause they're, they're developing for both consoles. They're going to develop the game based upon the slowest piece of hardware, which, you know, realistically speaking is once again, the Xbox, but it's, it's such a small margin. It really oh, is. On. It's, it's my PC. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, and, and when I say that the Xbox is just slightly slower, the only place I saw it actually blacking was in the hard drive space. Uh, but they're both NVMe drives. They're going to be both really freaking fast. And honestly, you're splitting hairs. And there's a very good argument that the bandwidth that they're touting there is theoretical anyway because it's still going to ultimately be limited to the bandwidth of the i mean it's not an actually a pcie slot it's it's but it's effectively a pcie slot which is you know you're still limited to that bandwidth of i can't remember what the pcie 3.0 bandwidth is i want to say it's 15 gigabits a second but don't hold me to that i can't remember what it is right now but anyway uh, so, you, I mean, you know, you could all you could argue that it's just a, you know, that's the maximum theoretical performance of the drive, but you're never going to get that because you're still limited by the board itself. So, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, I feel like that that's a real big stretch for uh, Sony that uh, for them to say, well, we have the best system. Not really. You're kind of right there on the edge. And uh, I also saw a thing today where people are saying, well, consoles have finally caught up to PC more. There's no reason to play PC no more. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> NVIDIA, NVIDIA just released their cards. Today, Yeah, the product that separates PCs from consoles came out. Yeah, uh, there was a great meme I found where it's like, you know, the bus crossing the, the railroad track, like school bus crossing the railroad track, and that yeah. train comes along as it hit it. And yeah. it's like it's like Sony and, and, and Xbox finally caught up to PC far as performance goes. <laughs> and the next frame is like it labels the. I'm just, I'm now describing memes on a podcast. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Jesus. Okay. All right. All right. I'm stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Galnet. So starting last week on September the 10th, a week ago now, uh, nearly every day we've had a Galnet news update or two. Or, yeah, or two. Um, and originally, when I kind of wrote this down in the show notes, I was like, we're going to go, we're going to summarize all the, all the Galnet news stuff. I don't want to do that no more. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. And the reason why is because um, I feel like that uh, we would do it, we would do a very bad, or I would do a very bad uh, su- sum- summarization of this. This is all good stuff. This is all interesting stuff. Uh, God, I mean, it, it's just one thing after another. I mean, uh, I don't want to, 
you know, I don't want to do any spoiler, but please go just do a Google search for Galnet News and go read it. It is awesome. Um, there's there's an amazing thing that happened in here. I say, I mean, there's like a Woo, this just happened. And it's a really cool storyline. Yeah, there's an active CG. Yeah, there's terrorism, um, which you know. I'm not not supporting terrorism or by any stretch of the means, but <laughs> um, you know, I, I again, this is really cool, but you know, whatever. Um, but this is all kind of leading the whole storyline they have here leads into a community goal, which started today. Is that accurate? Yes. Or did yes. Or just, okay. Today uh, and. Effectively, you can support the Kavanaugh Space Frames uh, Starport Initiative, or you can support the Steel Castle Starport Initiative. And uh, I haven't decided. Both. Oh, I guess you could do both. Yeah, I was they're, thinking they are each doing separate things. Yeah, well, one is in the Tanichi system, and the other light years from Kwama. Yeah, and the other one is in the Nagasaru system. Uh. I have I have insight on that. the The station that you go to in the Tsunichi system is forty three thousand light seconds from the primary star, and the other is less than five hundred from its primary star. I can't imagine which one's going to win now. Uh, the <laughs> oh, they're not, they're not competing. They're not. They're not competing. <laughs> but. Well, I was thinking that this was like a competitive thing, like the Golconda thing, but I guess it's not. No, we are. We are. We, the player base, are trying to get more refineries that have large pads so we can yeah. fill up our fleet carriers easier. Yeah. <sighs> so, yeah, good stuff. I think this cool. They worked that in. And, you know, think about it for just a minute. So they're kind of working in, um, they're kind of yeah. working in like a change of a game, like something that people want. Like, say, okay, well, if you want it, here's how we can work for it and get it. Yeah. They're, they're also saying it only takes about, a week of labor in order to build a Coriolis or Orbis starport. Man, think about think about the like from a lower point of view. Think about the construction process that actually takes. Like it took us what seven years to build the ISS. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Like the size of a yeah. football field, you know. <laughs> uh, putting putting my tinfoil hat on, uh, man, it'd be a real shame if we had to start building more stations because the bubble was on fire. Oh man! Oh man! Oh boy! Oh man! Don't don't get Ty going on the burn the bubble theory. Burn again. it! Burn oh the bubble! God. Burn the bubble! Let's do it! I'm down. Now down. you'll make BGS people cry. I don't want it all burned. I just I think it'd be cool to kind of do a reset. You just know, everybody that's half. not loose screws. I like it. Yeah, we'll cinch we'll cinch the east half of the bubble. We'll burn that. Yeah, yeah. We'll you know we'll start at Shinrata and move north. You know. Yeah, that'd be weird for the Thargoids to do. Well, maybe. Uh, okay, hold on. The Pleiades is the Pleiades is south of us. Yeah. So, ooh, uh, south or southeast? Yeah. Uh, so don't maybe don't burn the bubble because that sounds sounds bad. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So. Do we do we want to talk about the pers- the pulse wave scanner thing? Do we want to talk about that? Uh, or do we want to wait until we have some more information and we can have tracks on? Let's do a different thing, like the chick chat for a moment. 
All right, all right. I'm gonna do. I have a new. I have a new cheek chat intro. So oh, Chuck can record it. Okay. All right. All right you ready? Hey y'all, it's cheek chat. Oh, we're gonna get all cheek all chat up off in here. I tell you what, boy, it's gonna be time. I tell you what, this chick chat. Where the cheese at? <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. Oh my god, the tracks. It's on you. You fix that. <laughs> fix that. Fix that. Oh How's he gonna god. fix? All I can really think of him doing is like getting it and then speeding it up just a little bit, so it sounds even funkier. And adjusting the octave, so it maybe. Yeah, back, just back, 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 back up two times. <laughs> uh, that's good stuff, man. I, I like that you just you, uh, when Trax isn't here, you just wing it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right, chick chat tonight. Honestly, uh, we talked about the Nvidia cards. Nvidia, Nvidia. Did you just say Nvidia? N N Vidia. Nvidia. Nvidia, and they're. Beautiful, 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 glorious cards they put out, which are amazing. Uh, their launch, seriously, what what the hell were they thinking? Uh, all right, I'm just going to pull myself together. Why in this day and age do companies not just take pre-orders? When the pre-order comes in, you know your manufacturing capacity. You know how many you can make. So you start taking orders, and as orders come in, you tell them you're five thousandth in line. You will get yours shipped on day one. You're one millionth in line. Yours will ship three weeks from now. You know what? Whatever it may be, I don't know why they 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 went the route that they did with no pre-orders, and then this morning launching the way that they did, and bots buying up massive amounts than everything ending up on eBay. Now, I don't want to just get into the debate about how you launch a product properly. We'll probably get into that in a little bit. But the reason this this became my topic tonight was I was watching on uh, Discord earlier today. And, you know, of course, this launches and people are like, I couldn't order one. I couldn't order one. And... The discussion, oh, you can go on eBay and you can get one for $1,500, $2,000, blah, blah, blah. And then people started you know, complaining about that concept. And I'm a capitalist. I am 100% on board with uh, however you can make money in free market. My problem with the way that this works is... It's 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 a free market. So let them let people buy something and sell it if they want. Don't start demanding that eBay uh say no, you can't resell something that you don't have yet because honestly, it it, it is a free market. And I know Ty's gonna disagree with me here, and I know a lot of people are gonna disagree with me because I, I want I want an open player market in in Elite Dangerous. And I know, you know, people are like people with a lot of credits can set prices and everything else. And with even this card today that people are buying and then they're trying to sell it at a higher price, there's some risk for them doing that. 
But how many of these people going to resell the card are just following the trail of somebody else who bought one specifically to resell it? They bought it and then they posted it back at 2000 Then somebody sees that it's posted at $2,000. Oh my God, maybe I don't need my card. I paid 800 If I can get 2000 so they posted it at 1900 then the next person puts it out there at seventeen hundred. The next person, you know, goes a dollar under that and a dollar under that, and eventually, you know, I, I don't know how many of those cards are actually going to be sold at those prices. Just because you see somebody posting it at that price, doesn't mean it's going to be sold at that price. You know, you're going to get bids and everything else. And I know, you know, ten, twelve. 15 years ago, whenever the hell it was, that the Xbox 360 came out. It was right near Christmas, and it was the first HD gaming system. And And I bought one off of eBay at a couple hundred dollar markup. I'll, I'll admit that right now. And I had no problem doing it because that was the only way I was going to get it before Christmas. And I wanted it. So that's where the free market comes in. And if somebody's buying it, you could say... Somebody with a lot of money could buy them all and repost them at a higher price. And then everyone that comes out, they could repost at a higher price. But this is not a finite quantity. They're going to continue to manufacture these. So the price will only go down as more people see this. So I don't see any problem with this at all, other than the people who have to have it right now. And if you have to have it right now, you're going to pay a premium. That's that's kind of where I'm at. And I want to know where you guys are at. Are you guys okay with people buying something new and then trying to sell it for hire? And what would your solution be to fix that? Would you want some kind of price fixing? I mean, I have ideas that NVIDIA could do, NVIDIA could do to fix uh, this I- and try to prevent this, but I don't know if they should. Right here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I saw you in. commenting earlier, Ty. So, what do you think? Hold on one sec. Hate. Um, do you need to burn out, buddy? I do want to. I do want to put some insight on this and then dash. Go ahead, uh, bud. Go ahead. Not all of the retailers that got some of the bulk from Nvidia have sold all their product yet. Uh, certain companies have been recommending that you be ready at six a.m. Eastern time. Wink face. Uh, yep. And I'm gonna I'm gonna pass this to tracks later about maybe maybe just inflate the prices using bots on eBay so that no one can buy those things. I'm gonna have to go now. I'll have one believe me. All right, bye. Um, tracks, I noticed you just joined us. You just got through having a wonderful little chat with uh, Rhett Scholl, didn't you? Is he here? I don't think he's actually here, here. I think he's here in spirit. Okay. Okay. All right. So I have very mixed emotions about this. And this is kind of go, goes all the way back to like nearly everything that has been purchased pretty much since the invention of eBay uh, or released and been purchased. Uh, number one, I don't like eBay. I think eBay is in all the little websites like it. I think they're dog shit. Um, Mostly because I don't like the sites themselves. I feel like it promotes a lot of bad things. Um, I mean, there's been people killed on, um, you know, because they, you know, bought stuff. There's people who bought things and they ship them. And it's like, I, 
a buddy of mine bought a freaking um, uh, CP, like a really nice CPU cooler, and he opens the box and it's a rock. <laughs> yeah. And the guy happens. who the guy who set it up was so smart to get the weight actually right. Like we weighed it, and it was really close. And uh, it was like the guy ordered like a like a really nice uh, Corsair uh, all in one air cooler or uh, water cooler, and it. Uh, and it, it's it's kind of the nature of the beast. My problem is not so much with the sites themselves; it's the people on them and what they do. People are trying to take advantage of people, and I don't like that. I don't like bullies. Uh, never. That, that's that's a definite concern. Um, well, hold and, on. Well, I've been scammed. All right, go ahead. So it's it's a double edged sword because in order to have a free market. It's buyer beware, and uh, it sucks. It really does. Perfect example is that it sucks for tracks because tracks. Uh, <laughs> uh, tracks was trying to buy a video card today, I believe, and uh, <laughs> yeah, wicked well, hard. Well, okay, so so first of all, now you correct me if I'm wrong about this because this is the story I was told by somebody else. Okay, um, basically. NVIDIA said, hey, if you're ready to buy these, we'll send out an alert at, uh, you know, whatever time that they're ready. 6 a.m. Pre- Pacific. Okay. So 8 a.m. our time. Right. right. And some people didn't get a alert. for me. Yeah, three hours right. later. No, no, Texas time is all that matters. Right, right. But you mentioned Pacific time. Ha-ha! Oh, Lord. I've God. created monsters. I'm busted. Focus! <laughs> Anyway, okay. so apparently NVIDIA screwed up the alerts and said, like, you could, like, say, hey, the things are ready for purchase, but they're actually ready for purchase, like, three hours earlier. Uh, well, okay, there's uh, a little bit yeah. of stories getting crossed. Yep. Um, yep. Okay. So, so some of this is because I was talking with a friend of the show, and our, our, your friend and mine, Derek, right. um, he's, he's been following the PlayStation launch. He's a PlayStationer. Right. And... They announced, they had a press conference. They said that pre-orders are going to start, you know, t- the next day at this time right. or whatever. And really, they ended up starting about three hours after the press conference. And they okay. immediately got scooped up and nobody got alerts till way later. Um, I, you know, I had a bunch of alerts set up for NVIDIA cards Me too. from NVIDIA themselves, from Amazon, from Newegg, from B&H, from anyone who would, who, would ele- who would let me set such a thing. Um, and they came in kind of at various times, um, but, the, but the thing is, it, it, there was no hope. For one thing, you send an email to a million people. This is something Derek said to me earlier, like the, verbatim. You send a, mil- a million people an email, they are not going to receive it at the same time. According to right. NVIDIA, their personal stock, their stock of Founders Edition cards um, was sold in six minutes. Yeah. Um, and and they, they said that they were using... Um, they said they were they were using uh, 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 what do you call it like humanity checking? You know, they they said that they were sold to humans, not to bots, according to them. That they had safeties in place, and it would have gone even faster if they hadn't. So they just didn't have very much stock. It seems like now I've seen plenty of tinfoil hat kind of theories about how they might have been doing this on purpose or something, and how this didn't happen at all with the twenty series launch. But the twenty series launch was uh, perceived to be shockingly expensive. 
Mm-hmm. So it's a totally different situation. This is perceived as being a an incredible value for the money, or or some people are tempering that and saying it's a really good value for the money. That's still pretty good, isn't it? The, the, um, the closest example we have kind of goes back to the nine hundred series, and that's the closest real example we because that was a pretty big jump from the seven and eights to the nine hundreds. Uh, yeah, and, then it, was and like it didn't small. come with the twenty series price hike. Right, right. They were they were. I think they were. I think it was about a fifty dollar price hike. An incomparable car, but that was it. So, yeah. So, anyway, yeah. I mean, I. So, my perception is less that it was. It, I, I don't really believe the conspiracy theory that it's like done on purpose to drive up the cost. I did see stories saying, however, that it's, you know, even though Nvidia is claiming that they had um, bot protection. Um, obviously, people were trying to scalp them because they immediately start appearing on eBay. Um, but prices upwards of I saw over ten thousand dollars on one. I think that there had, was one for eighty thousand. I think there was, yeah. Like there was a card cards for many tens of thousands, um, and they had actual bids on them. But I, I think the the deal is people, um, and this is like this isn't something we're making up. Apparently, they had like actual information and sources, people doing so on video, people coded bots to to bid on eBay on these things so that they would be accidentally sold to fake bids and just thwart the whole process of scalping. Um, which would be interesting to see because that's technically illegal. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder who is going to prosecute them about it because yeah. it was definitely not, it's also a breach of the terms of service, isn't it, to, to turn around and say, I don't, actually, I don't know if it is, whatever, whatever, doesn't matter. So I'm I'm awfully disappointed, but I don't feel like there's a conspiracy here. I think there's just like it was stupid of them to not understand that they would be higher demand. But I kind of believe that they kind of oh you know whatever they should have built up more stock. I, I hope it doesn't stay this hard to get them for weeks and weeks and or, weeks. I don't or know. done it pre-sales, then they could tell you when you would get it. They yeah. know their manufacturing capability. Right. Why that that they was do my that uh, right. Why can't we just get in line? Um, that was kind of my rant in Discord today when I was feeling very upset. Is like there's plenty of models where uh, of how to do this correctly so that it happens in an orderly fashion and nobody's fighting and we don't have, you know, we're not overrun by scalpers. Mm-hmm. So, there's a model that I, I never see used that I don't understand why manufacturers when you go supply and demand. Like, let's say, you know, remember when Phantom Menace came out? People were in line for that movie for days and days. And the movie ticket was the same price. There was a finite number of tickets. Why wouldn't the theater just raise the price for opening weekend? Those willing to pay the price could pay a higher price. And then, you know, I've never understood that about the movie industry, to tell you the truth. (laughs) Every high-profile movie, it's the same price to see it on week one as it is week seven. Well, if you're speaking uh, specifically about the... If you're speaking specifically about the movie industry, I bet there's unions involved. um, Yeah. How would a union affect the the movie ticket price instead of bringing Uh, in additional money... Every part of production on a movie has is is to do with you know the film yeah, but, actors. But anyway, I I don't know for sure. That I don't I don't know. Okay, but um, let's, I, let's, I let's go back. To, let's let's go back to my just concept on this. Is Nvidia could have gone? We have uh, ten thousand cards 
the 5,000, whatever it would be. It could be 10 million. I have no idea. I'm not in their distribution field. But they could have been like, we have this many cards uh, on day one. They're for sale, uh, but you got to put in a bid. And everybody starts putting in a bid. And if you want to pay retail price, you know, MSRP, that's your bid. But all of a sudden, you know, t- let's say there's 10,000 available. 10,000 people put in a bid above that. They get those cards first. Yeah, They could well, make I- so much more money that way. And if you don't want to pay more than retail, you just wait until the people willing to pay, pay a premium have their cards and they go away. And then they eliminate yeah. scalpers. Because people aren't gonna can't buy them to resell them because there's gonna be more stock available in a week or two. So the actual company gets more money for a product that is in high demand. I don't know. I just how about this I, idea? I, how about this uh, idea? Go, go ahead, Trax, and then I'll I'll, I'll throw my idea. Okay, in. okay. I, I was just gonna like I, I understand the the theory of like the supply and demand economics of that. I, I don't I don't dig that because and I wonder, like, we have MSRP and um, and stuff like that. So I, I think I think things are a little more regulated in this country. And I, I, I I'll, I'll disagree. Be, I would that. be a thankful person to, to, for that. But no, look at um, look at you. Go to buy an airline ticket. If it's you know, red eye seats are way cheaper than you know. Yeah, but of that's the day, a service. Early that's week, not everything a, else. It, no, yeah. there there is a service involved, but it is a finite product you're buying. There's so many seats on that plane. Uh, so many, I, I work in the rental car industry, so many rental cars available. Hotel industry, there's a finite number of product available, so it's all supply and demand. All of a sudden, that flight isn't sold out. They drop the price to sell more of those. How is it so different when you are talking, let's say they had 10,000 of these things available today, they would know how many yeah. were sold, especially if they were in a pre-sale situation. You, you know what I'm uh, saying? Why? Why uh, is this different than uh, that? Uh, well, my I don't know for sure. My guess is legally that it's some it's to do with it being a, a physical product versus a service, but I I don't know the answer. I also think that that would be sort of a a crappy way to make your customers feel. It's like it's like a very um, Okay, you know, a hotel. We'll, we'll could you use the hotel to the example. highest bidder kind of thing. That, that, yeah, that's I, I know, but again, that's a product. service. Not the hotel really. Is not I'm a giving you a hotel product. room. No, no, you're not giving me a hotel room. You're letting For me that, stay the in the time hotel room that you're there. That you're letting me use it. That's that's yes. different. I mean, if I rent a car from you, I'm not. I'm. You're not giving me a car. You're giving. I'm giving me you a car, car for, for that time, time period. period. Exactly. Well, I'm not renting. I'm not product. I'm not renting a 3080. I'm purchasing a 3080 that will that will belong to me. I'm not. I'm not even. You know. It's like. It, it, okay. I didn't now, buy now Elite Dangerous. Some... I bought a license to Elite Dangerous, but I bought my video card. But I you're didn't talking buy a to my semantics, card. really. Uh, you're getting well, a rental car for one question. week, or you're getting uh, a rental a car for life. Either way, it's yeah. a to- it's a it's a specific item you're getting for a specific amount of time. Yeah, ultimately I don't know I don't know the true answer like why is one okay, okay and one isn't um I'm just throwing guesses out there. Um well, let me but, let me let me throw yeah. out my idea on this one, okay? Cuz I had this idea today and the more I thought about it, I don't know how I feel about it. So um so also announced yesterday is the new Oculus. Uh the new Oculus Quest 2 which I have kind of have mixed feelings about um 
because it looks like that they're not going to be doing another rift. They're not doing a rift two or anything. Basically, uh, a rift three. What the hell they're on? Uh, basically, the rift SSS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're 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 done with the rift series. They're only going to be doing the quest series from now on, which I'm kind of okay with, but I kind of mixed feelings about because of everything that goes along with it, and you have to buy a separate cable for it, which we don't even know. If this cable is going to be available when it first launches at this point, but Face or uh, Oculus announced that with their new whatever, and I think with their older whatevers, you're going to have to have a Facebook account and register it. Okay, I don't really give a shit. I'm already registered on on Oculus. I don't really give a shit. Uh, I don't like Facebook. I think it's a piece of shit. Uh, but I don't really care if they track me. I mean, you're going to find me playing video games and working. So I don't really give a shit. However. Uh, the easy way to fix this problem is the account that you bought your NVIDIA card on because you have to install the driver anyway and you're going to be running, you have to run GeForce Experience and you have to log in with that account for the, for the card to work. You basically DRM the card. That would prevent people selling it on eBay. Dude, people hate DRM. I'm not saying it's a good idea. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a good idea, but you're telling me this isn't going to be coming with the new Oculus Quest? I and mean, uh, people are already bitching about that. I know. Yeah, that, that's I'm got... Not, I'm not happy with it either, but that's how you get rid of eBay shit like this. But and have, I have no problem with eBay shit. I, I think, I don't know if I made right. that clear. I'm fine with that idea, and I'm fine with, the, with Facebook saying that you're going to be required to have a Facebook account to have an Oculus and linking that to me is a business decision. If mm-hmm. you don't like that, you buy a different product. And if, if they're, right. uh, you know, uh, balance sheet says we will lose this many customers, but we gain this benefit by having the customers we have on Facebook. That's a business decision by them. And that, I have no problem with that. Let them do what they're going to do. And if you don't like it, don't buy an Oculus. Right. But yeah. that's my, yeah. you know, free market idea. I mean, I, I for me, a lot of this comes from when I played WoW. I, eventually, I got bored with raiding and stuff, and I just became an auction house baron. That's all I did is bought and sold shit. You know, had, you know, was, uh, you know, gold capped, all that shit. And I was just buying and selling. And, and I soon realized that uh, no matter how rich you get, you cannot control a market. Because even right. if you buy everything out, you've got enough gold to buy every single item that is out there. You have more than enough. You have a hundred times the gold necessary to buy out any particular market and then repost it at a higher price. Other people see, oh my God, I can sell that item for that price. People start going and farming that item to sell it for less than you're selling it for. So then you have to buy out yet more to keep that <laughs> price at that price. And people see that high price. I can go do it and more and more people do it. So that price eventually drops and you end up losing your ass because you have this ton of inventory that you paid at, a, at this crazy high price because you were trying to set the price. You were trying to monopolize and you just can't do it if the market is open. As long as other people can go get that item, you cannot control it forever. Eventually, you're just going to have more product that you can sell. You have more supply than there is demand, and it just goes out the window. And you're just encouraging other people to post that item that then you end up buying to keep the price that you want, and 
you just end up losing money. That's the free market. Well, I mean, ultimately what we're talking about here is, is, you know, a free market versus a controlled market. I'm a very big believer in a free market. There's a lot of, there's a lot of bad things that come with a free market, but I feel like you get overall good, um, because you know the alternative is is socialism, and that's bad. <laughs> well, socialism doesn't have anything to do with the market, but um, <laughs> no, I, I get anyway, that. I'm, I'm being extreme. Uh, no, a, a regulated free market is, is kind of. I, I don't know. I, I I would challenge anybody to explain why that isn't the best system. An unregulated free market is a is a great way to um, get a lot of people hurt, but oh, a yeah. regulated free market is definitely the right way to go. Uh, but anyway, it depends I, on the regulations. Once again, we're going to get well, of course, far but, deeper in economics uh, than anything uh, else. But this is an economic chat. This is really dangerous. We're, we're, it was we're a, moving on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was a it was a botched launch. They it, they acknowledge it, and you know whatever. <laughs> well, I I, like- I just want to know how every single company botched it. They, they just didn't have an like. It's actually. I, I think I've come to. Well, I'm making some assumptions, right? Because I don't know like everything that happened everywhere. But it seems to me like everybody just didn't have very many. I mean, there's lots of uh, individual stories of people who lined up at the store, and like when the manager comes in at six a.m. and people have been there all night, and there's like fifty people there at the, at a Best Buy or something, and they said like, "Uh, well, listen, man, um, we've only got ten cards." You know, like that's the kind of stock that a that a, a physical store had. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know what the online retailers were, but maybe it wasn't that much more than that. I think that yeah. might might have been all it was. And, yeah. and and like I said before, that's where they should have just taken pre-orders and put everybody in line. Oh, I so mean, like a uh, verbal uh, flight sticks. They forever were doing their orders this way, where they would say, we're going to have stock available on this day at this time. People would be ready. They'd put in their orders, and then people wouldn't get in it, and then they'd have to wait for the next window Ugh. to open. Rather than just taking orders and yeah. and then Take telling people, oh, this is we can produce five of these a day. You're 100th in line. You'll get yours 20 days from now, or yours will ship 20 days from now. You know, it's... Yeah. It's just it I makes don't your know customers how it's that feel hard. good instead of bad. Yeah, just I, do that. I, you know what you're doing. It's transparency. Just and that's the biggest part of a free market too. Transparency. Just so people so, know what right. you're doing. I, I think that's the perfect way to do it. And the biggest reason why. So I just I just got a I just ordered a kayak. I say just like eight weeks ago I ordered a kayak. And in Texas. Hey, long story. Um, do they have water in Texas? Oh, you know you need fuck? water for this, right? You're gonna you're gonna paddle through oil. What's going on? We're gonna paddle. Oh, that through. was so funny. Oil <laughs> 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 boom. Uh, oil oh, man. There's all kinds of lakes in Texas. I mean, Jesus. Anyway, so name uh, one. Uh, Lake Tyler, <laughs> Lake Austin, Lake Fork. Uh, <gasps> he just hit you with three. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm in Minnesota. We're the land of 10,000 lakes. Lake Trucker, so. uh, Cherokee Trail Lake, uh, Martin Creek Lake. Um, I can go on. You're uh, just making things up at this point. I'm, go ahead. I'm so, so, uh, these, these are all lakes I'm within 100 miles of. But anyway. So you bought a kayak. Bought a kayak. And they literally said, hey, we're on back order. Do you still want to order? I said, yeah, sure, I'll wait. And they said, okay, well, you're, you're I, I can't remember the number. They said, you're, you're number 1,300 behind. 
the last order. We got 1,300 kayaks to make before you. Uh, is that still okay? Yeah, that's still okay. And they, they said, well, this is our estimate. You know, turnaround time was like eight weeks. I'm like, okay, cool. I can, I'll just wait. No big deal. You know, because it's yes. a quality kayak. You know. You know. Yep. Yeah, I know. Um, another, now, if it was they make two a year, waiting 650 years would have sucked. Yeah. A, another example that I can think of off the top of my head where something like this happened. Um, and I just completely forgot it because we got on. Now I'm doing just thinking about rolling through oil with a kayak. So. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so we, we understand. Wait, how do you pronounce it? It would be a great way to do it. Oil. Yeah. Oil. Anyway. Um, all, right, all right. So I think this is the best way to do it. I know there was something else I ordered where they did that. Oh, damn, what was it? This is a good podcasting right here. Anyway. Um, uh, okay. So I have on the notes here tracks about the pulse wave scanner. And yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Uh, sure. Um, so I, I actually meant to check this and then I was so rushing to, to join the show late, uh, that I didn't check, but I checked earlier today. Um, last, last known status was that this bug was confirmed on the issue tracker and, um, was, Next to top in line, I think um, it, it had a, it had a lot of support, but could still use more. I'm sure. Uh, anyway, um, the whole thing is started to be noticed by lots of people and was posted in Discord. And I think I upset some people by sort of poo pooing the idea <laughs> this bug happened. Um, so I don't want to like not cop to that or whatever. But um, the idea was, or the the way it was presented was that the something's wrong with the pulse wave scanner. It's like it's scanning behind, but not in front of the ship. So you can't see the rocks. And then there's a link to this video. And this, this uh, player uh, does a pulse, and there are no yellow rocks in front. And then they go to external camera, look around behind the ship, pulse, and there's a bunch of yellow rocks. Right? And so I see this video, and I said, this is complete nonsense. That guy just has yellow rocks behind him. That's the only thing he's proven. <laughs> like, spin the ship around and pulse that way. I bet you'll still see the, the same yellow rocks, you know? They just happen to be behind you. Um, but uh, people continue to investigate. Eventually, Chig turned up in voice chat and said, hey, this thing's real, and right. you're an idiot. And uh, <laughs> I was like, well, okay, no, I'm not an idiot. That video <laughs> did show nothing, but... Um, this, this, so the bug turns out to be real, but that doesn't make sense, right? Shining behind you, but not in front. So I started messing around with it. Chig's messing around with it. He says to me, I think it sounds like a Doppler sounds. I think it seems like a, a Doppler situation. So this is like the, the thing that makes, um, an ambulance siren mm-hmm. pitch down as it flies by you, right? Or a train or something. Right. So it's, it, which I think is like such a brilliant way of visualizing what, what he's imagining, right? It's like, you know, when you're flying toward the rocks, it's like the frequency um, in space, in astronomy, this would be blue shift. The frequency blue shifts, uh, uh, I think. Anyway, yeah, I think it does. Frequency blue shifts, anyway, and, and the pitch goes up, and it's like the pitch is wrong, and the, and the pulse wave isn't working right, you know? Um, and then when you're behind you, it sort of red shifts, and now all of a sudden the, the rocks show up. Um, and, and that was so great, but it also kind of, I was like having trouble figuring out like, well, how does that bug happen in the game? Like, that's a great like lore reason for why that, that it would might behave that way. But it doesn't make sense from like a game code perspective. How could a bug like that be introduced into the game? So I started playing around with it and I thought like, well, 
actually this the same observations are explained if it's a delay. Um, so that's my current theory. And I went out and I took a video. I, I feel like this is probably close to what's happening if it's not exactly what's happening. And I, I made a little video where I sort of experimented with it, you know. And so basically, if you spend enough time near a, a set of rocks, the yellow ones will start to show up. Almost like it just took a while for the message to get back to you. And so effectively, if you're flying along, you'll seem like you see nothing. And then as soon as you turn around and look where you've already been, there's a ton of yellow rocks there that you passed over. Mm-hmm. So everybody observes the same thing. They have sort of different explanations. I think that's probably pretty close to the right explanation, but as far as I can tell anyway. And I found the issue tracker thing that had the most votes and signed, you know, hitched my wagon to that horse. So anyway, it's, it's confirmed. So yeah, um, no longer in the investigating stage. So that, that's where we're at with it. Yeah. yeah. You can still mine. You just have to sort of go in, in big wide circles and face inward, like fly sideways and face inward toward the circle. And you'll see all kinds of rocks. And see, that's where I came up with that, the whole frequency. And that's where I was yeah. also like, it doesn't make any sense if that's part of the game. Cause if I flew, if I thrusted sideways or I flew backwards, I could get it to show up. But if I was flying forward in a right. straight line, I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. And I always, I, I spent maybe a half hour or so dicking with it. I'm like, you know, I'm never going to find asteroids doing this. I'm just, <laughs> I, I'm going to go do something else because it, it just wasn't worth my time. I didn't need the credits and, you know, I just yeah. enjoy yeah. core mining. And that was, I, I've, Compared it to fishing, to me it was it became a point of well now it's like I'm going fishing but I but can't, you can't look yeah can't I look can't at look at my bobber you know it's, it was just yeah. it was weird and I just I'm like I'm I'm done I just it, I gave right. up pretty quick yeah just, and, and you can still like I said you can still find the rocks I did that night spend some time out there and did fill the hold. Um, it is sort of annoying to do. Uh, it makes, I'm glad that there's a community goal right now because typically during the show I mine because it needs to be a little bit of a, um, not high concentration activity. Mindless. See, I was trying not to say that, but (laughs) I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have tried not to say that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm doing a community goal instead tonight until, until we get back on our feet, pulse wave scanner wise. And just, just for those that don't know, a little science lesson here. So, the blue shift, red shift is basically talking about the wavelength, wavelength of light. And yeah. um, uh, when yeah. objects are moving closer to you, and um, uh, when ob- objects are moving closer to you, the it kind of compresses the uh, wavelength of light a little bit, or the electromagnet, man- electromagnetic wave, and causes a, shi- a slight shift to the blue spectrum. And when they're moving away, it stretches it out and causes a slight shift to the red. This is how we know stuff like stars and galaxies and whatnot are moving toward us or away from us. And uh, we can actually uh, look at the length of the wavelength and know how fast they're shifting toward us or away from us. Uh, Yeah, the the light version of the ambulance thing. Right. right. Or uh, like I said, the Doppler effect. That's how they can tell the, the direction clouds are moving towards you, hail, rain, everything else. Right. And, 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 you know, as things are moving and how radar can tell the direction things are moving. Yeah, well, very I, I, important scientific effect in all exactly. kinds of things, from sound to light to weather, everything. Yeah, I, 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 think, the, I think it was, uh, I think the Doppler was, was, 
was discovered or figured out by uh, Christian Doppler. I believe he's a German scientist or maybe Austrian. I can't remember now. And uh, he, I think he was doing uh, studies with uh, sound, and but they then have since applied it. I mean, they've, they've applied it to gravity waves. They've applied it to light waves. They've applied it to, I mean, pretty much anything that has anything that has a wave, right? Um, it, it's it's it, kind and of moves, you know. It's yeah. kind of a uh, kind of a I want to say a, a constant of the universe, but it I mean if everything we've observed so far, it, it, it falls into a a a Doppler-like effect. So, yeah. And there's 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 some solid math behind this as well. Like it's it's very observable. It's very easy to prove. It's 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 not like one of these. You know, well, it could be aliens, but I mean, probably aliens. <laughs> it could it could be aliens, or the universe is expanding. It's yeah. probably aliens. All right. So the other thing I want to talk about real quick. Um, I was anyway. Uh, how do we respond in Odyssey? Uh, like when we're wandering around the planet and tie smash tie mm. with the uh, ship, you know, how are you going to respond? And what's the lore behind respawning? Uh, I mean, yeah, because we're not ejecting in our remlock suits, right. making us fly back to whatever station. Well, the yeah, I mean the the you know. It's not the rimlock thing. I mean, they've never really quite explained the lore behind how you survive a SRV explosion and you disappear back in your ship. Uh, they've maybe we don't. Maybe that's maybe we maybe you just appear back in your ship and it's like, well, you know, go from there. You know, maybe it's just that simple. I don't know, but I'm sure. Do you it's mean lore wise? Do you mean lore? How how do we respawn? Well, or game? How do we respawn? There's, well, there, there's there's two things here. So. Nearly everything in the game, there's a there's a lore explanation behind. Uh, from the way you do the way you die in your fighter to the way you die in your spaceship. But the only thing I, I can't find a lore thing on is how you die in your SRV and then you appear back in your ship. Like basically that's just a game thing. Uh, but from a lore perspective, if you die in your SRV, you're dead dead. Uh, but I mean, you know, I don't know. Um but like, so there, there's there's kind of two levels here. There's one like on the game level, and then there's two on the lore level. So like on the game level, it's like, how do we respawn? Are we just going to respawn back in our in our in our ships? Is that what we're thinking? I would think. Um, well, I guess you would always have to have a ship nearby. Yeah, probably ships. I, I was actually going to say that it would work the same. It would just be like whatever the latest, you know, checkpoint you saw was, you know, it's whatever the nearest station you, the the last station you were at or whatever, last nearest. I don't know. Whether you left your SRV, you'd go back to your SRV. If you left your yeah. ship, you'd back to your ship. I, I'm not sure how they're going to work it and how you I, can explain it logically. Yeah. The lore reason, I truly don't know what they're going to say. Cause you're not telepresencing. Like I said, to my knowledge, they've never lore-wise explained uh, what happens when you die in an SRV or how you get back to your ship if you die in an SRV. Um, Listeners, tell us the answer. Yeah, I mean, there's there's got to be something there I'm missing. So the other thing I have wrote written wrote written wrote wrote, wrote down here is cheating. Now I'm going to bring this up real quick. So um, I play some. 
Call of Duty. Uh, and recently, I have stopped playing Call of Duty because the cheating in that game has gone ridiculous. And I'm not one of these people who just going to bitch and moan because I got pwned by some guy. I'm talking about... Yeah, I saw a story about this uh, just today, actually. Yeah, I mean, I, I got a video on my personal YouTube that is uh, very easily identifiable cheating. Like, it's very easily identifiable. Like, you can watch the video, and he's clearly just snapping to people's heads, like, not even not even trying to aim. He's w- washed people through walls. It's ridiculous. And um, it's obvious. It's annoying. It's ridiculous. And I want it to stop. And when I think about how we're going to get, you know, cheating happens a lot in FPS, at least from my experience. And it really pisses me off that there's not more that they can do about it. Um, actually, I got a funny story about cheating. I'll tell you in a minute. It's an arms race, though, right? I mean, it's not like they're not trying to do anything about it. The story I read was that big crackdowns are happening. It is. Uh, so so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to toot Blizzard's horn here for just a little bit. So Blizzard in, in Overwatch really did something. Who are you? I know, I know. <laughs> um, really did something kind of revolutionary with their, with their cheating uh, algorithm. And basically, the majority of the cheats that they were seeing at one point was so everything in Overwatch is basically colored blue or red, depending on what team you're on. You know, if it's on your team, you're blue. If it's on their team, it's red. According so, to the Doppler radar. Yes. Apparently, oh my God, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's the name of this episode. Anyway. Uh, anyway, so um, if you, what they did was like, you know, so the red was, you know, these, you know, RGB numbers. And the blue is these RGB numbers. So what they started doing was they started every time the character would spawn, their RGB would be different by about 10 numbers. So it would randomize each time. Which is a very small amount in like a 32-bit system. Right. The eye is is not going to be able to pick it up or at least not very be able to pick it up well. And it makes it to where these uh, cheating bots were having a really hard time blocking on to those colors. Now, every now and then it's, it's a very ingenious way to get around the cheating bots, you know? And I without just removing them, like actually making it so they don't function well. Well, I mean, detecting them, they had other things in place that they wouldn't talk about to detect them, but yeah. it was, it was just another level of protection. And I would like to see more things like that in, in not only call of duty, but you know, we're getting an FPS in Odyssey. That's what we're getting. And, uh, and, and we already have a fair amount of cheating going on in this game as it is. And it worries me whenever the FPS people are going to show up and go, hey, here's my aimbot, here's my grenade thing. I got a grenade story too. I'll tell you, I'll tell you my grenade story, but I'll, I'll tell you <laughs> it's, it's a funny ass story. It really is. Uh, anyway, so it worries me. And I'm curious about, do we think that, because historically... Um, it's just hard for me to say this. Frontier has not been great as far as getting rid of cheaters. Uh, I know there was early on there was talk of a uh, a cheating server. Basically, if you were caught cheating, you were forced onto this cheating server, and uh, basically all the cheaters had to play together. Now I don't know if that's true or not. That's basically just rumor mill, um, and I can't ha- I can't get anybody at Frontier to confirm it. So. Uh, Anyway, hmm. um, 
I think it's I think that's a great way to handle cheaters. That way your player base can still play, but they're not affecting anything in the real game, you know? Um, I'm what's wrong I with say uh, permaban. Yeah, what's wrong with banning them. their accounts? We'll Cheers send them to the the cheating server. It's the one that never logs in. And then they make more money because then they have Here's to buy another account. Here's the thing, okay? So in some countries, just because someone cheats does not give them the right to remove them off of the server. I'm serious. There are actually some laws around that prevent them. I believe Turkey is one of them. Okay, so they have a shitty cheater server for people from those countries. Yeah. Because they bought a product, they have to be able to, you know, I bought a product, so shit if I cheat. And they have to do something about it. So uh, that's why I, you know, I've, uh, Frontier was not the first company I've heard about them doing a cheating server. Uh, at one point, I think World of Warcraft had a cheating server that if you were caught cheating, you were forced over into this thing. And then I think eventually Blizzard got so big that he just said, well, we'll just cancel the account. We don't give a shit. Uh, but at one point, they didn't care. Uh, and I, I've heard, of, I've heard mm-hmm. of other companies doing similar things like this to where basically the cheaters can play together. Just, you know, tough shit. Um, we're still able to let you play. I think that's a great way to handle it because from a developer point of view, we're still getting that in, we're still getting that income now. Yeah, but no, you're not because you're, you're I think you mean it's letting, ARC's income, though, right? Well, yeah, ARC's income is what I'm getting at, but yeah. Yeah, but if, yeah, I, I could see that, but I honestly, just get rid of them. Because, yeah. I'm, I'm on the mindset that if you're cheating in an online competitive game, or if you're, if you're cheating on an online game, we should have every right to shoot you in the fucking face. I, uh, I think, all right. I, I think all right. <laughs> not, not endorsed by tracks. <laughs> I think that if you cheat in an online game, you are a sorry human being and need to be shot in the face. And I'm sorry if that pisses anybody off. I don't care. <laughs> I just think that's yeah. a bit extreme. I think you should just <laughs> ban their account, make them buy another account. Then as a company, you're still making money because these cheaters are probably going to come back and eventually you're going to figure out what they're doing. And I know you can ban uh, you know, their IPs also and stuff, but I, I, I don't know. Just ban yeah, the account. IPs, IPs rotate. It, yeah, ban, ban the account, whatever. Um, obviously, nobody's going to get shot because of a video game. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I don't even know what to say to that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, the, the, okay. So here's here's another perspective. Um, there are a lot of reasons that somebody might find themselves cheating in a game. Now, I do not think that it is ever the right thing to do, and it only harms the ultimately the 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 ultimate person it's going to harm is the cheater. And for one thing, they're they they are going to and they should get banned from the game, and who knows what else. You know, it's not a way to get any kind of respect or satisfaction out of a social enterprise like video games. Um, but imagine, imagine various emotional situations where somebody might, I don't know, get get mixed up with people. This is like this is like uh, the same things that would happen in, you know, you know, somebody gets mixed up with the wrong crowd and stuff like this. We're gonna have like a after school special here, but. Banning somebody's account and 
kind of going through that, having them go through that thing of like, oh my God, I got caught doing this thing. Like, I don't know, there's a, there's a possibility that you could have somebody rehabilitate, right? Who you can have somebody kind of go, oh, wow, that was, that was total garbage. What I did, I got my account banned. I had to buy the game again because I actually really like this game. Or they don't have that moment and whatever, they got banned. That's not a problem for anybody else. You know, they're, they're either removed from harming people or, or they kind of realize that it was a dumb idea and, and don't do it anymore. Um, either of those seem fine. I, I also kind of feel like um, I don't think I've ever encountered a cheater in this game. And I've been playing for a few years now. And I've seen like the videos and stories. Um, I kind of wonder how much bigger the stories are than the real problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've most seen of the it stories... three times. Okay. Okay. Three, twice in CQC and CQC, once. CQC, sure, sure. Once in Shinrara, and none of those three players I've seen again. Uh, all well, the one one of the two players in CQC who was cheating. You know, I videotaped. I sent the the recording okay. to to. FDEV, I could probably dig it out. I don't even remember the guy's name. It was so long ago. Um, but it was obvious cheating. He was turning. There were three of us shooting at him, and he just turned and just shot and killed everybody, and there was nothing we could do about it. And then he eventually, you know, he was there a few more days and then never around again. So they did obviously yeah. ban him or send him to the the cheater server, but <laughs> how many people are CQCing in the cheater server? If in the real servers, we can't get anybody to play most <laughs> of the time. So, but you know, and then another time it was another same thing, you know. But mm-hmm. like when I first started playing CQC, I was starting to become convinced that, you know, everybody was fucking cheating because, but it was just they were so much better than me. <laughs> I had no idea that I was that bad. And now I'm sure that, you know, people think that I'm cheating at times, you know, it, it's, it's that. I think and you're then cheating right now. Another, another time is there was a freaking orca flying around the station uh, around Jameson, just ramming people to death station, shooting him and everything else. And yeah. I, I watched him kill three ships before he rammed me to death. And it was obviously just 100% cheating. So, you know, it's in the game, but I, I have, you know, somewhere I wrote down, you know, all those players' names and I've never seen them in game again. So they obviously do ban people. And I don't think yeah. the problem is as yeah. bad as people think. But then again, it could be hidden from me more because instead of making yourself invincible, you make yourself 20% stronger. Uh, you know, how do mm. I, how would I know at that point? Let me jump in here. So, so just to be clear, I'm not really advocating shooting someone in the face. So please don't. <laughs> To shoot somebody <laughs> in the face. Glad you clarified that. You sounded however, so real. However, if you are actually cheating in a online game, you are a piece of shit. So you need to reexamine your life. Now, yeah, you're, said, at the very least, you're making piece of shit decisions, and you should you should work hard to become not a piece of and shit. Your child should be shot in the face. Oh no. my god! See, now I've got clips okay. of both of you saying it that I can do anything <laughs> I want with. <laughs> I have. Clips of you saying that. Well, a clip of you saying that. So <laughs> anyway, no, I'm no, I'm uh, safe. All right. So, so the whole thing is is that. Um, fuck! I forgot what I was gonna say. Fuck! <laughs> I don't fucking know. Anyway, cheating. Uh, I think it was about cheating. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, damn it! I don't remember. I, I lost it. We got off on the tangent. Uh, fuck. 
hate it when I, I do. feel sort of bad now. You can't sort say of. tangent on the show. We determined that. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving along. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, the, the, the cheating thing. Um, okay. All right. So my buddy of mine, um, I'm not going to say his name because he listens to the show every now and then, but he's going to I'm talking about. He doesn't want me to tell him on the show. Anyway, a buddy of mine, I used to work with this guy. And we, we've been friends. He calls me for help every now and then. I'll call him for help every now and then. But anyway, we're, we're buddies. He has another buddy that plays uh, Call of Duty with. And he's on purchase five of the game because he keeps getting banned. And he keeps saying, I'm not, I'm not cheating. Hold on. He keeps saying, I'm not cheating. I'm not cheating. So then uh, he gets banned this last time. And then he tells me, oh, hey, by the way, um, they finally got back to him and told him why he was being uh, banned it was because of this mod he had. I said, well, what, what mod did he have? He said, well, he had this mod that would show a little arc on the screen whenever he was throwing a grenade so he could uh, throw the grenade better. <laughs> and I said, well, that's that's a cheat, man. That's a, that's a hack. <laughs> that's what cheats are. And he said, he said, did no, you shoot him in the face? He said, he, he said, no, it wasn't really a cheat. He just had a mod that would kind of aim him. He said, think about, think about World of Warcraft and its mods. I said, no, hold on a minute. The difference is none of those mods really give you an advantage. I mean, they, they give you yeah. information, but they don't really give you an advantage or they make the interface a little bit different. They're not giving up a different, they're not giving you a different crosshair on the screen so you know how to throw things better or you know how to target things better. They're right. just, this one here is giving you like the exact direction and time on how to throw a grenade. But he, but he had gimbaled grenades. Yeah, uh, thank you. <laughs> so so it, it, we argued about this for like thirty minutes, and I was like, dude, it's it's a, it's a hack. The guy's a cheater. He's a piece of shit cheater. No, I wasn't a cheater. It's just a mod. No, your friend's a piece of shit cheater, buddy. We went, we we went back and forth for, for for forever. I'm I'm a big believer. If you're a cheater, you're a piece of shit. So and, and it's comparing apples and oranges. What what you can do in World of Warcraft, those rules are very clearly mm-hmm. laid out, and the add-ons that are allowed right. to do those mods are approved by Blizzard. So using something in another game, you can't compare it to what you can do in WoW. Right. So anyway, I I, I hope that and, and here's the thing, I don't know this for sure. But my experience and my reading of forums is that uh, Frontier, I, I don't think I've ever met a cheater except for possibly one or two in uh, CQC. Uh, but uh, I don't think I've ever seen a cheater in, like, in just the game of Elite Dangerous. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure I could identify a cheater. Uh, I know Dubs has mentioned he thought he'd come across one uh, because he, he wasn't sure how the hell, because I can't remember, the guy was in like a scout or something, a Diamondback scout. and Yeah, it was another taking fire from the right. station and not really getting damaged enough by right. it. Right. It, 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 like the math wasn't adding up in his head, but it's possible Dubs was just wrong, but it's also possible the guy legitimately did have a cheat or a mod of something, you know? <laughs> um, so Cheats anyway. are just mods. And don't get me into that kind of conversation. But anyway, <laughs> he... Um, I don't think I've ever come across cheater. So maybe Frontier does a better job of it than what I know of. I don't know. But I will say this. I remember that uh, video of that guy who was cheating and got blocked the Shinrata mm-hmm. uh, thing just a yeah. few years back. Or maybe it was about a year ago now. Um, and it took them hours before they got him out. 
Um, but the way I understand it, his account was banned. So it, it was, and that was he that did was, it on purpose to make he, a point. He make did a, it, yeah, a really public demonstration because the uh, the story was at the time the scuttlebutt was that uh, the perception FDEV was perceived as not dealing with cheaters for some reason, right? And. I remember feeling kind of at the time, well, at the time I was a much newer, you know, it was a, a year ago or whatever it was, more than a year maybe. I felt like I was a, still a bit new to the game and didn't, maybe I don't have a leg to, you know, I don't have an opinion worth advocating, right? Um, maybe maybe cheating's a big deal and I just haven't encountered it or whatever, but I still feel like I've never encountered it. I, I don't remember anything changing, you know, they, they, they banned that guy and, and it's kind of, I don't know. It, it, it's kind of have sort of mixed feelings about it because he was trying to make a point, but at the same time, like, was it a valid point and was it an okay way to make that point? You know, did that point need to be made? Was cheating really an issue they were ignoring? Or was it an issue that they didn't feel like telling us every time they banned somebody? Because why would they tell us every time they banned somebody? Exactly. Well, and you know, so and this sounds really weird too, but like, um, you know, every now and then Activision will say, Hey, we're, we banned 50,000 accounts today or what 20,000 accounts or whatever the last week. Mm. So maybe may, you know, you could argue that, you know, that, well, there's a lot less percentage on, on elite dangerous hole. Us saying we banned a thousand counts. Do uh, they say how many they banned? Uh, they, to my knowledge, I've never seen a number. Um, so maybe that would make people feel better. I, and yeah. legitimately, do we trust Activision or EA when they say they ban this many accounts? Or are they just doing that for PR, saying, "Hey, we ban this many accounts"? You know, I have no idea. I, I in no way trust EA with anything. That being said, I also kind of feel like the company is starting to do a one eighty. Uh, Hopefully, uh, probably a three sixty. I fully, <laughs> I fully believe this. I fully believe that there are way more cheaters in those games than there are in this game. Agreed. That's that's, and, and maybe maybe it's a percentage thing. You know, this game has what is it, three million sales or something like that, versus twenty five million sales in a day on I, Call of Duty. <laughs> I bet it's demographic too. That's a good point. You know, we talk a lot about how different this the demographic of this game is. Not that there aren't young people involved in this, but um, not not just on age, um, but on in you know interest and and kind of personality type. This game will always attract a different kind of player. Um, not mutually exclusive, but uh, as a you know, uh, you know, populations on a whole will skew one way or the other way. So, yeah. all right. Um... I think that's going to be about it. Uh, movie anniversaries. Uh, Goodfellas. I never really liked that movie. What? Wait, what? I know. <laughs> is wrong with you? A lot. But uh, actually, God. Two, two or three of these. Which, which one's Goodfellas? You old fogies, explain this to me. Again. Oh my God. Ray Liotta, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci. Goodness gracious. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Robert De Niro plays a gangster and Joe Pesci plays a gangster. Oh, that's shocking. That's. <laughs> They're really stepping outside of their roles. It's it's amazing. All right. So are they the good How guys? How far of a drive is it to or? Texas? 
It's about nine twenty-five hours or some shit. Anyway, nine twenty-five hours. <laughs> you sound like my daughter when she does math. <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's eleven t fourteen. All right, uh, we're gonna add this to Chick Chat. You guys jump in. You tell me if Goodfellas is a good movie or a bad movie, so we can just prove to Ty that it is a fantastic movie. All right. Oh, did I miss the chick? What was the Chick Chat? Did I miss Chick Chat? Hey, you you came in in the middle. It was the uh, Nvidia thing. Oh, so I already weighed in my very, very, yes. very important opinions. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I was waiting for you to get here to jump on it. <laughs> All right. Um, also, Usual Suspects, again, a very overrated movie. I what think. is wrong with you? I know. <laughs> Kaiser about- Sose is overrated? <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. What about Seven? Did you at least like that one? Fucking love that movie. Oh, my Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> Oh my god! What's in the box? Seven's one of the. It's one of those. The only time I ever was like truly disturbed by a movie Mm -hmm. because at the end it's like, all right, spoiler alert for a twenty-five-year-old movie. If you haven't seen it, fuck you. Doesn't count. Tune out right now. But honestly, you can't say that on this show. I can say whatever I want on this show. Ty said he's going (laughs) to shoot somebody in the face, so (laughs) I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say. That movie, just the fact that he has to shoot him, but no, he wins if he does. I I walked yeah. out of that movie just. I was yeah. twenty one years old at the time, and it was like the most amazing moral dilemma I had ever thought about in my life. And yeah, I walked out of that movie literally shaking, just disturbed. Yeah. Yeah. And they do a great job of taking you through spending the time, you know, you're with these guys the whole time through yep. the whole movie. So you really do kind of, you feel it at the end, right? It's yeah, uh, that, yeah, that, really, that really well done. So film. good. Oh yeah. That's, that's an all time. I always do. I'm, I'm a movie fiend and I always, you know, I always say, Oh man, that's a top 10 movie for me. That's a top 10. And then I started having to go, wait, I better extend this out to top 50. It's coming out with <laughs> right. my 10 favorite movies to be hard. Now it's like top 50. That's fucking hard. Cause honestly, all three of these movies, if I were to say just off the cuff, these are all top 50 movies for me. Well, what about this, 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 you know, I don't know. There's so many good movies, but Localize these are all decade. really good movies. Yeah. You got to, I, I think decade, um, not genre, genre for sure. You know, because you got to go comedies in their own thing, drama, sci-fi, all that. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's I've list seen too many director. movies at this point. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, Tarantino gets his own <laughs> list. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Christopher Nolan gets his own list for sure. They they get their own list. So, oh my god. Yeah, I love movies, and all three of these movies, as I said, Ty, may make my top fifty. For you to say overrated on two of the three, I we're no longer friends. <laughs> all right. Um, so, tracks, you had a really big uh, tone coach tone control tonight. Uh, uh, with- yeah, we we had a special guest. We don't do guests all that often, but we thought. Um, we'd actually asked the listeners, like, what? It, it was our seven-year anniversary. Uh, oh, literally, the episode wow. we recorded after the Loose Screws one year, the following week we recorded the seven-year anniversary of the Tone Control, and we were kind of just did the same, similar thing. We sort of like reflecting with everybody, and you know, what do you like? What we do a lot of starting a segment and then ditching it after like two episodes. Uh, 
and not really sticking with things, never mentioning them again. So I was like, what, what, what are your favorite segments that we dropped? And somebody said, having guests. <laughs> and we we're like, oh, shoot. <laughs> so anyway, um, <clears throat> yeah. Oh, so Rhett Schull, who is a so, somewhat uh, successful YouTuber and, and uh, professional guitarist and stuff, um, simply agreed with no protest to come on the show with us. <laughs> and uh, a couple of other of our friends in the, in the guitar podcast world, you know, we were like, oh, Rhett Schull's coming in our episode. And they're like, oh, my God, how'd you get that score? And Derek said, I, I emailed him. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was a lot of fun. We, we finished and then I, and I came over here as quick as I could. Um, but I told him to start without me because I didn't, I wasn't going to cut him off. <laughs> oh, hell no. No. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Um, yeah. Kudos to that. Uh, you can always, uh, uh, was it jantracks.com? That's probably the best way to... Yeah, jantracks.com. The show is at tonecontrolshow.com if you wanted to go directly there, and we delay the heck out of our episodes, so I'll be editing and releasing that one for Monday. Cool, cool. Um, so that, I think that's going to be about it, unless y'all have something else, gentlemen. Not I don't know. Nothing, and I'm thirsty, so... All right, so check out our website at loosescrewsed.com. You can find all of our contact info on the page. Always feel free to email us or message us. Always the best way to get back with us is through Discord. If you're not in Discord, get in the Discord. It's always fun. I mean, buy uh, merch. Yeah. Um, on the, uh, I just added uh, uh, hoodies, zip up hoodies, which I love zip up hoodies. They're like my thing. Mm, me too. Uh, I'm, so yeah, they're on the website now. And I got some, uh, uh, baby onesies on there now, so it's cool shit. <laughs> <laughs> really? I mean, why the hell not? You know? Amen, brother. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, if uh, if you like our show, please like it. If you're listening to it on YouTube, please like and subscribe. If you really like our show, head over to iTunes and give us a five star review. And while you're there, give a five star review to Tone Control. Things like that go a long way to grow the show in the community and grow the seven year old uh, Tone Control show, which. Big congratulations <laughs> to that, man. That's awesome. Oh, thanks. You, if you really want to and you have to, you can reach me on the Twitter handle of Tierval. I don't know why you would. Just hop in Discord. It's always easier. I rarely check Twitter. I have messages on right now. I got to go check. I probably should have done that before I got on here. Uh, again, <laughs> tracks, always reach them. or the Tone Control Podcast, jntracks.com. Yeah, hey, I'll tell, I'll throw another one. I have a Twitter. It is still JN Tracks on Twitter. If you send me a tweet, I will send you back a link to our Discord. So, <laughs> Perfect. There you go. Perfect. I love it. Uh, I think that's about it. Chig, cheese is out. Amen, brother. All right, tonight's cheese is going to be a great Greek cheese called feta. Uh, most of us have had it in a Greek salad. It's a Greek cheese, a little gritty in texture, a little bit of a tang to it. It's, it, it's a good cheese. It's great to cut into cubes and just sit and eat them like it's popcorn. That's my cheese of the week. Stay cheesy, everybody. All right. That's all I got. I'm tired. I have, uh, <laughs> I have to go figure out the meaning of my life. Um, <laughs> the end of these shows is so great. <laughs> We just ramble around a little bit right at the end. (laughs) I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for everything. Again, congratulations to Tracks. See you all next time. Bye-bye. Good night.